0: This is an exciting night. It's starting out really exciting because the pictures I had for the presentation uh, were on a thumb drive at home, checked twice, and since I got here they've disappeared, Hunter tells me, (laughs) but we'll have a few. Uh, The pictures are not necessary, I don't think, for understanding, you know, what we're going to talk about. They're just kind of supplemental anyway. this has been an exciting week in other ways uh, on my end. I have redone the discussion I want to give to you guys tonight two times in the last four days. Why? Current news events. You know, I've, I've kind of kept the theme these past five weeks now that there's so much going on in the world today that We need to be aware of it, learn to learn, watch the news, you know, even though a lot of it's depressing, at least focus on what pertains or may pertain to God's prophecy because He's trying to tell us something. And uh, again, you know, He told us to watch for these days. It was not a suggestion. It was a commandment. We're to watch, you know. We're not to get smug and try to predict the day and the hour and if somebody tells you they know we'll just turn around and leave or correct them nicely because we don't but we do know the season and that's that's very clear God's gone to great lengths to let us know the season that he's working in to come back to this earth Um, so we'll move on we're talking about Ezekiel 38 and 39 we Due to some of these developments I've talked about, uh, we're not going to finish that tonight. We'll get part way through and finish the rest of it next week. Uh, so I think maybe it was just meant to be that way, which is fine. Uh, remember the coalition of nations that's going to come against Israel in the latter days. The main players are Russia, Iran, and Turkey. And that's what I want to focus on here for a moment. Um, Turkey, let's talk about Turkey a minute. Um, Are you all aware of what's going on with with NATO right now? You know, Sweden, Finland, um, if you've been watching the news, you've heard the word NATO for sure, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Around 30 or so countries um, are members. Um, And the reason for that, they came into existence to help protect each other from Russia during the Cold War, and their charter—it's called Charter Five. You'll hear that phrase. Says that an attack on one country is an attack on all. So it's—it's it's one reason right now that Russia is trying to, you know, mistakenly hit Poland with a missile um, because they're a—they're a NATO country. Ah, he's worked miracles again. Okay, there's one of them. There's Turkey. Um, so. We're going to talk about these tonight. Um, really won't get to each, each country, I don't think, because of other things we're, we're going to address. But thank you very much, Hunter. Uh, so there's Turkey. You can see its geographic location. Okay, so Turkey is a NATO country for now. We know, God promises, that Turkey is going to turn against Israel and the rest of NATO countries and align with Russia. We know that, right? Readers of Bible prophecy have known that for two and a half thousand years. Guys, we're seeing it today. Today. And that's why I've had to change this talk. Um, And and that's been one of my um, desires to really get across the urgency to you guys to watch this stuff. Because um, not out of fear, as Marty and we have talked about, This is what God tells us to do because we know it all turns out in the end. You know, we win. So anyway, um, Turkey, they've been really wishy-washy about who do they want to support, NATO or Russia, for a while. Um, And what's going on now is about, I don't know, less than a year ago, Russia, I'm sorry, Turkey purchased Russia's most advanced anti-aircraft aircraft missile system, the S-300 and S-400 missile systems. And these have been fairly feared by NATO countries because they're really good. And uh, the Israeli Air Force has been flying bombing missions into Syria. And since we've spoken, there have been about four or five of them. And what they're doing is they're hitting Iranian shipments from Iran that are coming up through Syria to fortify Lebanon and these other countries that are just gonna rain pure hell on Israel when this next war comes. And I'm not talking about the Ezekiel War. It'll be a war before then. Um, and it's really, in the natural, <laughs> gonna be terrible. So anyway, um, Turkey, you know, the U.S. said, don't don't buy those, you know, buy our patriot systems. And Turkey said, no, nope, we're gonna buy the Russian equipment. Well, the U.S. was gonna sell Turkey, forget 50 or 60 or 80, of our most advanced jet aircraft, the F-35, which is really a good aircraft. But we chose not to because it seems silly for us to, (laughs) more than silly, for us to give Turkey our most advanced fighter while they've got Russia's most advanced anti-aircraft missile system designed to shoot down that fighter. I mean, these guys that deal with electronics, they can figure out how to get around that real quickly. So we did not sell those to them. Turkey um, and Israel used to have good relationships. Um, No longer. Turkey is becoming more and more anti-Israel. Israelis used to vacation in Turkey, uh, but they don't anymore because it's not felt to be safe there. Um, And um, do you have that next slide? Hunter, again, I don't know which ones he has. There we go. So there you're seeing the the guy on the right, of course you know Putin. We need to talk about his health too. We'll talk about that right now. But anyway, the guy on the right is Erdogan. He is the president of Turkey, who again is becoming more and more pro-Russian as you can see there. This is prophecy occurring in front of your eyes, guys. We we live in an incredible time. This is right out of the book. Men and women studying Scripture for thousands of years would have given anything to have lived in the days that we're living in to see what's happening. You know, we we take it for granted, and, you know, I'm guilty too. (laughs) This picture here, its you, you can tell a little bit about Erdogan because in a May 2021 speech public, Erdogan said, quote, Jews are only satisfied by sucking blood. So you can tell he doesn't think a whole lot about Israel and the Jewish people. Um, I want to read from today. Um, This is... on, from Amir Safarti, which you all are going to meet here in a few minutes. One of the reasons tonight's talk's a little bit different. Um, not going to meet in person. Uh, this is a post he did today. Erdogan continues to dance with Russia. Russian's deputy prime minister so-and-so. I never pronounce these names because I can't pronounce them. I'll forget them and Liberta doesn't care when we're talking. And I, and I really don't either. But anyway, prime minister so-and-so has announced that hotels in Turkey will also start accepting payments via cards of the Russian central bank's MIR payment system designed to circumvent Western sanctions. Um, So, again, just another knife in the gut to um, NATO in the United States. More and more towards Russia. Iran. Let's talk about Iran. it again. Uh, <laughs> you can see where Iran is. A um, lot to talk about there. Um, I had some slides, it just says Russia and Iran to sign 20-year cooperation deal. There you go. Um, another one, April 7th of this year. Russia, Iran, looking at boosting bilateral trade ties. So that's only the tip of the iceberg of what Russia and Iran are doing. So you, <laughs> you're amazing, Hunter. So <laughs> you see you see this ongoing development of nations aligning together that's never happened in the history of mankind. Okay, pretty big deal. Um, had a couple other slides, but... I'm going to introduce you, again, to Amir Safarti. Uh, you've heard me mention his name a time or two. And, uh, yeah, Hunter, we'll play that video here in just a moment. Uh, again, um, Shredda told me about Amir and, and Telegraph oh, I don't know, a year and a half ago or more. We've been following him ever since. Uh, briefly, oh, and by the way, I put something out on the table. That has his contact information, so to speak, and the app, and a little bit about him so and i 'll leave it up there till next week. Uh, Liberta got some um, pretty cool looking it 's a little um, oil lamp replica it 's not the real thing it 's not thousands of years old and put out there and there's a little thing about the parable of the Ten virgins about not letting you know don't don't let your oil lamps go dry you 're going to miss the the guy when he comes, which is, again, appropriate to today's world. But Amir Sephardi was born Jewish, um, and he had a very troubled childhood, a broken home, um, basically um, really miserable, very depressed. Uh, when He was thinking about killing himself as, as a teenager. And in the, uh, the Jewish households, of course, all, the only thing they have is the Old Testament. So he thought, well, I'll pick it up and read this. And he started reading and reading, and through the Old Testament alone, he became a believer in Jesus Christ. He saw what we know Jesus Christ is throughout the Old Testament. Uh, Jesus in the Old Testament—that's just a great study. We've um, already talked about the, you know, the, the number of prophecies about him, but there's even more. But anyway, through that alone, he became a believer especially in Isaiah. And so from there, he joined the Israeli Defense Force, um, went on to stay in there, past his commitment time of three years, uh, became uh, a commander in the tank corps of the IDF, and um, eventually retired as a major from the Israeli Defense Force. So he has a lot of contacts in the Israeli Defense Force and elsewhere, as we mentioned last week. Uh, that's where he gets a lot of his information. Uh, Regarding the Ukraine war, he says, I've got tons of videos I will not post because of how terrible they are. So he has sources that gets him this information. He filters it and then gets it out to us. But um, today or yesterday, uh, he gives these news updates and uh, this is on YouTube and this is one reason Tonight's presentation is a little bit different. Uh, This is a 13-minute video which will help introduce you to him but also give you this breaking news, which is so time-appropriate for what we're doing. It's just amazing, guys, in the few weeks that we've been doing this, the number of things that's come out about Ezekiel 38 39. Um, Amir does a weekly, he calls it a Bible bite. It's an email which has bible verses and his thoughts on that the one that came in yesterday what it's about gog and magog so anyway if you go ahead and start that hunter and we'll watch that and then we'll we'll pick up from there
1: shalom everyone this is amir Salfati. i've got some very i guess breaking news and um i'm on my way to canada but from stuff that I get and I read and I hear and I uh, uh, talk to uh, people about, uh, very interesting things. So let me uh, see that you guys connect and I wanna give you some very, very important breaking news. Okay? So uh, I'll give you a few seconds to connect and then we'll talk about um, uh, three things that are going on right now, and I, I, I am hoping that you are uh, watching and reading the stuff that I'm posting on Telegram, because this is how you can keep up with uh, this uh, piece of news that I'm about to share with you, okay? so, um, <clears throat> All right, so uh, it goes like that, folks. First of all, again, Shalom. Uh, this is Amir Salfati. I'm on my way. I started my journey to Canada. Um, we'll be, uh, I'll be teaching in Montreal um, this Sunday. And then we will continue to Calgary, Edmonton and Vancouver eventually. Um, you can find on our website all the teaching locations and everything. Now listen, breaking news. Watch this. So, you know that I reported few days ago that Israel is engaged right now in the largest military drill in our history. And every day there's some sirens that are going off in a different different part of the country to check aid sirens, the air air raid sirens, but also to check the prepare uh, preparedness of of the Israeli. Uh, Uh, municipalities for uh, rockets attack. Now, let me connect the dots for you. So watch this. This morning, the Israeli Defense Minister, Benny Gantz, is giving a speech, very important speech. I posted the most important part of that speech on Telegram. So if you are not there, go to Telegram and follow Mirza Fati, subscribe, and. It's free, by the way, so you don't have to. Now, let me tell you what he said there, and let me tell you what I know, and let me tell you how it connects to the drill. First of all, the drill is called Chariots of Fire. The drill itself is, uh, in, is the largest. It involves all parts of the Israeli military, from the intelligence, to Engineering Corps, all the way to Air Force, Navy, uh, Infantry, everything, everything. Now, let me explain what the Minister uh, of Defense said today. He said this, and remember, I I gave breaking news about Iran being very close to the bomb. Remember that. And a lot of people didn't take it seriously. So the Minister of Defense of Israel today, in his own voice, said to the whole world, Iran is reaching enough fiscal material to have its first bomb. He said that as we speak, the Iranians are now manufacturing and installing the latest Uh, centrifuges that will work faster to enrich enough weapon-graded uranium for a bomb. He said within a few weeks, from what I know, they have enough 60% uranium that within one week of hard work, it can reach enough 90% for one bomb. You know that uh, you have a lot of... Uranium, that is low level, low level grade, and then you put it in centrifuges and then you get maybe half of it, higher level, and then half of that one, higher level, the higher the concentration of it, the less you get from it. So if you let's say if you have 40 kilogram of 60%, then you need to, you know. Put it in centrifuges, let them work hard, and within a week, you get 20 20 kilograms of 90%. My point is this, it's not a rumor anymore. It was confirmed by the Israeli Minister of Defense that Iran is reaching a bomb. Now, listen to what he said right after. He said, the price that we will pay today, to eliminate the Iranian nuclear program is much smaller than the one we will have to pay a year from now. In other words, we cannot afford waiting. So now, let me add one more thing. The, the, um, the um, head of the Ministry of Defense, the, the general manager of the Ministry of Defense, and I'm not talking about the ministry himself. It's the general manager of the whole ministry. He said that Israel is engaged in unprecedented effort to tackle the Iranian uh, military uh, uh, nuclear program. Now, the last thing I will tell you is Israel, over the last few weeks, is doing two things. It's preparing its military to attack and its civilian population to absorb the backlashes of that strike. We understand that if we are going to attack Iran, there will be thousands of rockets falling on us from pro-Iranian proxies, from Iraq, from Syria, from Lebanon, from Hamas and Gaza and Sinai. We understand that. This is exactly why what we do now, literally, we are preparing for a strike on Iran's nuclear program. We told that to the Americans. The Americans, by the way, understand this is irreversible. Everyone understands. The Europeans are trying to stop it by reaching an agreement tomorrow because they understand maybe a week or two from now, it's too late. Everybody understand that. Israel cannot afford waiting. The Iranian regime today... um, today uh, inaugurated in Tajikistan, another factory, assembly line for their UAVs. Um, And um, I mean, they understand they can't put everything on Iranian soil, because if Israel is going to attack, they want to continue producing stuff that will serve them. Ababil 2 it's the name of the of the UAV with a long range and a high high performance and so Iran understands that something is going to happen and it's deploying for it Israeli military like never before is getting ready the Israeli civilian population or at least the military part that is taking care of the civilian population when it comes to Rockets, attacks, and all of that is getting ready, and this is where we are—a week, two, or three from a bomb. And Minister Gantz basically said, "We know exactly where the Iranians are building the new, the new place for the, the new centrifuges." It's in underground facilities near Natanz. So we basically put the Iranians on notice. We know what you're doing. We know how long it's going to take you. We know how you're doing that. We know where you're doing that. And expect us not to wait for you to do it. This is basically what we said. So I don't know what you want to do with this information. But I'm just telling you, something is brewing it's very big i'm not making it up the minister of defense of israel said that i already reported that a week ago and now it's been it's being confirmed by all the highest levels of the israeli military right now so folks these are breaking news israel is getting ready to strike iran's nuclear uh, program in order to stop it from reaching a bomb in the next few weeks. Again, I'm I'm saying that it's it's very it's very hard for me to say that, and because for years we've been talking about Iran running for a bomb. Well, it's not months. It's it's not even many weeks. Uh, from in, information that I had, if they really truly operate their new centrifuges, it can take them a week. Now. Maybe it's not all installed yet, but we know where they're making them and installing them. We know exactly where it is. So expect a lot of action. Sometimes the action that we have on Iranian soil is not with F-16s or F-35s. Sometimes it's uh, stuff that the Iranians cannot even uh, foresee coming. Sometimes it's just you know, UAVs. Sometimes, it's explosive that has been already hidden in specific places. And this is exactly the topic of my next thriller. Well, it's all about the Iranian nuclear program. Um, so, I want you to know a lot is about to happen in the next few weeks. Follow me on Telegram. I will keep you updated. Of course, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to tell you what the Israeli authorities is not uh, exposing, okay? I'm not irresponsible. I'm not going to tell you when, where and how things are going to be. But I will tell you that as of this morning, Israel has put Iran on notice, okay? So please share this with as many people as possible and follow me on Telegram. A lot of people are like, They want to know these things. Well, I give you a free and very accessible um, way to have news. You know, Behold Israel originally started over seven years ago, not for Bible teaching. I don't know if you know that. I started Behold Israel as an app on smartphone for news. Because the first thing I saw is that there's no source of a reliable, and unfiltered news. And so this is what I'm telling you. I'm, I yeah, the ministry is growing big and we teach and all of that, but I'm still true to this calling to give you accurate, reliable news. And Telegram is the one thing I found that is the safest way to do it because every other platform was limiting me, was censoring me. Telegram is not. All right. Well, share this with as many people as you can. Join Telegram. Thank you. God bless
0: you. Well, yes. I'll be glad to, Kathy. It is on the table. So just but know it's Amir. A M I R Safarti T S A R F A T I. Yeah. He he's a good guy, y'all, he really is. um uh, we uh Labart and I had plans to see him in Bolivar, Missouri not too terribly long ago and uh, you know, and unfortunately a knee replacement uh <laughs> took care of that. We didn't get to go. He's going to be in Fort Worth in September. We'd like to go. Yes. I I just came here Glad to. Okay, so th- is this your first night here? Okay, this is our fifth um, talk tonight out of a series of of six. I'll conclude next week. But um, the whole theme is uh, Israel and current world events. And and I think this is a great question for right now. It's a good time for summary. We've got eight minutes and uh, just a good time to not worry too much about Teaching, but just discussing. So I started kind of, and and I've been a lover of Israel for a long, long time, 35 plus years, and um, have spent this time learning about Bible prophecy, fell in love with Bible prophecy. So I've always had a, a heart for that and a heart for letting other people know how important it is for literally our daily lives. And this is stuff that was written two and a half thousand years ago and more. And so what we've done during these few weeks is teach people the importance, try to teach the the importance of Israel. Why should Israel be important to you? Why should you care? And that's kind of how we started out and set a foundation with Scripture that God says pretty important to him, so it ought to be important to us. Which
1: scripture?
0: His, you know, your point's well made. He said, hey, man, we've already been through all this stuff. You know, people have been saying this forever. Good point. Scripture says that in the latter years, scoffers will come and say, where is this promise of His coming? People have been saying this for a long, long time. So, that particular scripture, oh, Marty, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. The scripture about uh, scoffers will come in the latter years saying, where is the promise of His coming? You know, uh, we can find it for you. Um, do you have an email account? Okay. Well, which, which ones were you talking about tonight? Ezekiel 38 and 39. Oh, thank you, yeah. This is strictly Ezekiel 38 and 39. And we haven't even gotten to 39 yet. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll zoom through that next week. But those are the two chapters. So, what, what do you guys think about what he had to say? I mean, again, I've used this phrase, in the natural, a lot. You know, in the natural, it's scary. Israel will not allow Iran to get a nuclear bomb, period. We've, you know, we've seen what a couple of bombs can do to Israel. Um, we've seen the vitriolic hatred of Iran towards Israel. They vowed they're going to destroy the Jewish state. They're going to kill the Jews, drive them into the Mediterranean. So we have this force here. We've got this force here. Um, Hey, um, you've seen that map up there. You know, Iran is not a small distance from Israel. Now, it's a hop, skip, and a jump for the missiles that Iran has. I mean, yeah, there you go. Um, But, you know, on the ground and in the air, For Israel to do an attack on Iran with the airplanes, they, I was going to say cannot. I I always, anytime I say Israel cannot do something, they always find a way to do it. But basically right now they they can't carry enough bombs to get over there and get back without refueling, which of course these planes can refuel in midair. But it's still not a small distance. that they'd have to travel. Um, these sites in Iran, like we said, they're buried under granite mountains. Um be interesting to see what the next few weeks to months bring, guys. But like Amir said, things things are moving. Yeah Bobby. How do you think that they receive, you know Russia has made a lot of going into Ukraine. Right. Um, I don't think Israel will go into Turkey as such right now. They'll go into Iran. That's where all the the bombs are. In Iran. Is that Iran where you see it? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah, Israel makes enemies every day. I mean, that's just the nature of it, you know. But uh, that's scriptural as well. Any other questions before we we go home? Yes, Laura. Yeah, she said, why is Israel, the tiny little country, um, the world is a big place and the whole world is under threat by what Iran is doing. And they say they are. But they won't. Yeah, we know they are. But, I mean, but they don't do anything to help. And that's just Israel's lot. I think we're afraid, is my personal opinion, and, huh? Yeah, and Russia, and you see, you know, Russia's right there aligned with Iran, just like we were showing. So it's not Iran alone, and um, it's a dangerous world out there. And again, I think the world looks at the debacle of us pulling out of Afghanistan, which, you know, I wanted to cry for days after watching that. Probably most of y'all did too. they see that, you know, America has just faded in strength and that's sad. Is that sad. Part of God's plan? I think it is. Has God pulled his favor off of America because of our policies that we don't value life and, you know? My personal... we Sabbath, you know, I mean, the big deal. Laurie, my personal opinion is that, yes, we're losing God's favor. You know, who was it that said if... If God does not judge America, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. And, you know, we know, we see as Christians what's going on out there uh, with what's being allowed in our country. And we're going very much against God's principles. We all know that. So, yeah, uh, I, I think it is part of God's plan and again in this uh, in this battle we we don't see anybody helping Israel. And uh, this battle against uh, Iran that Israel's gonna have to do, that's not this Gog Magog war. Uh, other things have to happen for that to happen yet. I'm not even seeing American chiefs support Israel. That's a good point, you know brought that up when we were eating earlier. And Laurie's right. A lot of American Jews don't support Israel. They, they feel that the state of Israel is really not of God. A lot of Jews are not religious. The majority of Jews are not religious at all. Uh, so God has a time where He is going to work with the Jewish people, and that's called the Tribulation. Uh, which is a bit of another story. Uh, yes, sir. Persia. Anywhere you see the word Persia, just scratch it out and put Iran. Um, in 1935, the Persia was always called Persia until 1935, and they changed their name to Iran. what is i'm still good question what is a jew uh, a jew is a member of abraham was the father of the jewish nation god called abraham to i guess begin this new race called the Jew and it started three and a half thousand years ago plus and they've been followers of the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and that's basically them Uh uh-huh well let's let's hold up on that it's we got to me and you can sit and talk in a little bit um we've got ready to close down anyway as far as the classes are dismissing and um Thank you, Doc. For, uh, You're welcome. Man, it's been some good stuff. We'll continue next week as yeah. well. And uh, let me bless you before we go. Amen. Okay.